Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. This is Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, along with Colin McDonald today from Lagadere fame and Sports <laughs> Illustrated fame and uh umass fame like if yeah. you know all you gotta do is yeah. look at the picture you'll get it yes so man. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right something we didn't talk about in the regular show but i i feel that it's necessary is uh live or 54 or whatever you want to call it golf yeah um i have a i have an issue with it that's just me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand why the guys went for the money. Um, okay. But I, I have other issues with it. I just wanted to get, and yeah. I'm not, I don't jump on anybody. I want to hear yeah. what they think, but uh, I'd like to get your take on it. Yeah. I, I think we kind of have some similar thoughts where, um, you know, when you look at the initial wave of players that went there, the Nicholsons, the Stensons, Westwoods, Garcias, um, probably didn't see a whole lot of wins left on the PGA Tour. Uh, nice right. way to collect a paycheck from from them. Obviously, you know, there's the ethics of, of where that money comes from, and that's created some, you know, some major division in golf that we didn't have as recently as, as two years ago. Um, and it really has kind of created sort of a divisive, you know, from what I can gather from observing and sort of seeing like those who support live golf are all in. Um, right. And and it's, you know, maybe, maybe a rabid fan base. It's um, because it is such a divisive thing. Um, you know, I, I would, I would tend to, to if I were siding with a player, um, I appreciate Rory McIlroy's perspective on things of, you know, right. there's just the legacy of the PJ tour. Um, and obviously you look at, you know, that's, you know, easier for a guy to say that's won three FedEx cups and, you know, doesn't have to worry about money for the rest of his life, you know? Um, but I thought Will Zalatoris offered some, some good perspective on a, a podcast he was on recently of like, you know, if you're playing well on the tour and you're making 10 million, like, you know, is 25 million really going to change your life that much. You know, that's not necessarily for, for me to say, but, um, you know, it's just, you're not, it, it, it's quite a lifestyle. I think one comment that really rubbed people the wrong way was Dustin Johnson initially saying, I don't, I don't want to have to play golf the rest of my life. <laughs> well, for him to, to call it a have to, that rubbed people the wrong way a lot because right. you, know, you see it as a, a pretty good lifestyle to earn your living by playing four rounds of golf a week. Yeah. And I, uh, the other comment that, that got to, 
me was one that uh, Kepka said, I don't know, a week or two ago. It was about the winner of a particular tournament. I don't recall which tournament he was referring to, mm-hmm. but it's like he, you know, he said the winner won, let's just say $1.2 million. He goes, my wife's got a purse that costs more than that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, man, right. that's just so, that's just not even close to classy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's very out of touch. I've, I had, Kepka was not a favorite of mine going back <laughs> even before the the live right. news. I, I always found him to be a little, you know, too cool for golf. Um, he made comments at the PGA championship um, at Beth page that, you know, it's nice to play in front of some real sports fans and just kind of jabs over the years at, at golf, which was providing him this platform and all the money he was earning. So, um, you know, and then the Brooks Bryson thing just, just oh, wore yeah. me out as I think it did a lot of people over the years. So he's always been kind of a, uh, a polarizing figure. Um, and, you know, I think, I think really in the grand scheme of things to me, he's sort of flown under the radar with this whole live thing. Cause he hasn't, he hasn't won once he's over there. Um, he sort of made the move post Mickelson, if you recall at the U S open, he kind of, you know, let other people take the, take the blows that had already made the move and he made the move shortly after. So right. um, he's an interesting one where I, I think he, there was obviously a lot of strategy between, behind the timing for him. Well, that, and then I, I look at it and see um, like Pat Perez, he's, <laughs> he's made more money right. uh, on the live tour than he had or I don't know, going back so many years on yeah. the PGA tour, but he hasn't won anything. It's that oh, right. the team check and stuff that's gotten him up to 10 million bucks or something yeah. like that. No, I think so. He's on this. I think it's the, the, the names make me chuckle of the team, but um, the aces golf club, I think, which is if I'm getting this right, I think it's Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, Taylor Gooch and himself. So he's sort of riding the coattails of, of the other three. Right. Really, I imagine, and, and I'm not I don't I'm not following the leaderboard, you know, shot by shot, but I, I know Dustin Johnson obviously does fairly well. I'm sure Patrick Reed is in the upper third of the leaderboard. So yeah, really just kind of riding their coattails to some some paychecks. But it'll be interesting when the time comes if they keep bringing in higher ranked players. Like when does a guy like Pat Perez find himself on the outside looking in of that 48? You know, we saw that right before the London event. Yeah. Um, when they 86, I think there were four golfers, may have been three, but I thought there was four from like Ireland that they had hired and was right. were on the teams, but they, I mean, nobody had ever heard of them, but you know, they all got obviously smaller guarantees than Mickelson and that crowd, yeah. but they got them. And then, just a few days before they had some more people from the U S tour come over and maybe one from the European tour that were, you know, ranked golfers. Right. And they said, adios, you're done. You're out of here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, No, the time's coming. And I mean, I believe they're moving to like a 14 event schedule right. in the near future. So the logic of playing less golf, it's been, I mean, comical is the wrong word, but it's just been like, no one's willing to say kind of why they actually went outside of Pat Perez. And um, I think Harold Varner was pretty on the nose about, you know, I took the money, um, you know, which I don't know if that wins anybody, any public sentiment. Um, but 
but I think it is refreshing to hear someone just say it because you heard early on a lot of you know growing the game kind of thing or the team yeah. format was so appealing and it just came off as very you know inauthentic. My uh, my description. I'll, I'll give you a couple of them that I've used on the air. Uh, one of them was a uh, a Saudi lap dance for American golfers. You know that that was kind of a yeah. my thought there. Van Sickle actually liked that one. Yeah, um, <laughs> that sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but the uh, you know to me it's like it, it's almost like a NASCAR event, mm-hmm. but with yeah. a exhibition golf match yeah you know 54 yeah. holes versus 72 holes uh maybe that's just because we've gotten used to that growing up and seeing what the tour was and so on and so forth fine but i still think that you know i think tiger said something about why would you not want to practice con- continually practice to get better i mean it's right. great that you can go out and you can you know, you'll, you're guaranteed a million dollars a week or whatever it is when you play. But, and I think we're seeing that with some of the golfers that went there, like we just talked about Pat Perez, Mm -hmm. you know, those guys aren't out there grinding like they were on the tour. Right. So, yeah, that was really, you know, powerful when Tiger actually, because historically kind of throughout his career, he's, he's kind of played it down the middle and not really come out with any strong commentary. So that was pretty telling of, you know, of course, where, where he stood and, you know, in terms of the, the model and the look of it, you know, I think they're going for this formula one kind of like, obviously that got a lot of popularity out of that Netflix documentary on, on it, um, yeah. getting a lot more eyes and broadcasts on it. And you look at the celebrations now when they're up on the podium and spraying the champagne, it's, it's literally a carbon copy of the end of a formula one race. So they're right. trying to kind of capture that same energy, but it's just an, it's an odd mix for, you know, I, I like golf, but louder. I don't, okay. Like there's music playing and you can wear shorts and whatever, but I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm a, and maybe this doesn't align with my generation's thinking, but I, I'm a little old school in, in, in my thinking of just like, you can't, you can't beat the tradition of, you know, the green jacket or how many majors or Jack's record is going to stand for quite some time, probably. If Tiger doesn't get there forever and it's gonna, it's just never going to happen on the, on the live series, that kind of tradition. Right. I, I heard a comment too, <clears throat> actually last weekend, uh, kind of standing around talking to some other, you know, press gargoyles like I am, but, uh, they were saying, well, majority of the fans and they had covered the one in Portland. I did not, I couldn't get press credentials probably because yeah. I had, raked on them a few times you know i i don't know but um they said but a majority of the fans were not golf fans they were uh they came out to party and they they were kind of uh comparing it to uh waste management in phoenix you know like that well that's one hole down there that that they do that and this was kind of the whole thing you know yeah so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it'll go on till the, till the Saudis say, okay, we've spent enough on that. And then uh, it, it will be interesting. I don't say if I say when that time comes, cause it will come. 
yeah. what the what the golfers that are live golfers then are are going to do mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's i mean this season will be remembered as much for outside of the ropes as anything that happened on the course and it's it's um you know normally i suppose you have president's cup coming up but normally we're headed into a quiet period here and yeah you know, anything but it's it's i mean you're always on pins and needles kind of waiting yeah. to see what the the next move is yeah and uh you know and what's really bad is now from my perspective mm-hmm. golf was always kind of one of those sports that was out there tiger of course set the world on fire with golf and so people were more familiar with it more people watched that type of thing now you're going to see a lot of this battle out in the courts and that doesn't do anybody any good except the lawyers yeah and yeah yeah you kind of saw the writing on the wall pretty pretty early of where this was going to go and even you know, I think the, I forget what the initial European, I suppose, DP World Tour event now um, was where some live players um, basically won in court in order to be able to play. Um, and they were at the BMW PGA Championship, and there's some obvious tension now. Um, but yeah, I mean, them, you know, Taylor, what was it, Taylor Gooch, Matt Jones, and Hudson Swafford being banned from the FedEx Cup playoffs was was obviously a, a big deal. But from what I gathered, it was a short-term win for the tour, but may not hold up um, kind of long-term. And right. um, obviously, in the midst of all this, the official world golf rankings is almost going to dictate the entire landscape, um, you know, where that ruling falls. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to see. A um, little on the personal side here, Colin, where would you like to play if I said, okay, Colin, I've got a jet and your sticks are in the back already. Where can it take you for some place that you've never been to play before? Yeah, that's a very good one. Um, yeah, I'm immediately kind of back to to Scotland. Um, you know, I suppose it would it would probably have to be Saint An- Saint Andrews, just because um, you know that's probably a pretty pretty common answer, but just because you know, home of golf. And I'm sure it would be that similar kind of feeling to, you know, what you get when you step on the hallowed grounds of other historic places. Sure. Um, you know, I'm kind of a, a history geek in that way. I, I think when you walk into a certain place where a lot of, a lot of history is unfolded, it just sort of washes over you and you feel like you're sort of playing amongst the, the history that, that has happened there. So, um, if that jets there for me, I think that's probably, that's probably where we're headed. All right, I'll work on that for you. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah. Colin McDonald from uh, Buffalo Agency for one, and uh, uh, Sports Illustrated for two, and that's uh, probably one people can most uh, relate to. I would say, like that. But Colin's been very gracious with his time today, and we thank him. And you're welcome back on the show anytime, my friend. No, I had a blast. Yeah, let's let's certainly do it again. It was it was great catching up with you, Jeff. Uh, We will do that. I give you my word. We'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. Until then, uh, for Colin McDonald and myself, we thank you for listening and take care. Go out and play some golf.